Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Hi, and welcome back to another exciting, informative session of Naturopathy Today. I'm your co-host, Michael, and I've got my good bud and co-host, Steve Langford. Good morning, Steve. How are you doing? Good morning, Michael. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How are you? Well, so far, so good. The day is young. I'm optimistic. So, you know, it should be a good day. Sure. We're both here. So that counts for a lot these days. You know, every day on this side of the dirt is a fabulous day. <laughs> All right. So last week we talked about the uh, NNT, the numbers needed to treat. And I think I gave out bad information. And I said, because I misunderstood what you said, I think. And I said, well, oh, it's the.com. And I went there after the show. And oh, my God, no, that's that's not right. And that's why I sent you the email, Steve, what and you sent back, you know, it's T-H-E-N-N-T.com. And I went there and lo and behold, Yes, I found it. In fact, I looked at uh, Prolia because we had that chat. And what I discovered, and I'm going to go because that was like uh, last night or two nights ago, I discovered that for cracked vertebrae or something, one out of 241 did not get a cracked verb, vertebrae. Well, one if I can interject two... there, that was a hip fracture. The hip fracture was 231. Oh, okay. Um, and and the vertebral fracture was something like 88. So still, you got to treat a lot of women to uh, prevent these fractures from occurring. Every time I think about the NNT, I'm just astounded. And I find that people find it really hard to believe that that's how they're presenting these drugs as so beneficial when they're so relatively ineffective for the vast numbers of people who are being treated. It just, it continually astounds me that this is how we have misinformed all of us about the benefits of these drugs. I'm sorry, don't get me started, Michael. You know, no. I'm kind of passionate about this topic in particular. As one should be in terms of getting up on the rooftop and screaming, you're over-medicated, you're wasting your money, you're bringing a poison into your body that has very little true benefit. Right. You know, and so last week when we talked about prolia or bone building, I don't think we really got into how that process takes place. So I thought we should correct ourselves and give people the truth about building bone because the drugs are not doing it. Right. So in the bone well, building process, you know, it it's being misinformed. You know, it's calling one thing, this drug, a bone building drug. It doesn't do that at all. It creates an abnormal bone. And after three to five years, you have to stop taking it. Well, then what? And the idea that we've got this abnormal bone going on and the side effects, the risks of the side effects, some of which are very bad side effects, really makes you wonder 
why people would want to take this drug if they only knew it only helps one in 231 people. Are you the one or are you the 230 that aren't going to benefit? And what can you do to actually benefit? And so this is where you and I come uh, full circle in this discussion is we know that there are ways to help women protect and build, nourish, strengthen their bones. And so if you find out that the drugs are so ineffective, maybe this will turn people to thinking, well, what do we know that is effective? So I'm glad we're having this uh, follow-up on that discussion. It's essential. You know, it's really interesting. Phyllis and I, we don't have physicians, but once every year, two years, we think about going and getting, you know, a blood test, get an update, see where our reality is. And a couple of years ago, Phyllis was diagnosed with pre-osteoporosis and elevated liver enzymes. And so obviously, you know, we go to my products because they're free, you know, that's the best <laughs> price you can ever pay for anything. And two years later, we went again for blood test. And of course, there's no elevated liver enzymes and her bone density is fabulous. So there's not even a hint of osteoporosis. So what I think that the people listening need to understand is how bone remodeling takes place and what prolia and what other, I think there's another bone builder out there now and Venity or something. I saw it on a commercial. Oh, there's, there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them out there. They're in the same class of drug. And while we talked about prolia, which I just happened to look up because I had seen a TV commercial telling me how effective it was. And I do this not infrequently. I'll hear about a drug and I'll go, well, what's the NNT on that drug? And I'll go and find <laughs> out it's hundreds of people have to be treated. And so, you know, the idea that even if you are on that drug or a drug to do this, my point is those don't nourish your bone. Once you realize what's going on, they're not nourishing your bone. You still need to be well nourished in order to build healthy bone. So it's not a replacement for the nutrients that actually do the job. And so even if you're on the drug, if you're not on the drug, you still need to be well nourished. So it's the foundation for any woman who wants to have any hope of actually improving her bone density or maintaining it in a healthier state. You know, and I've told women that the test is just one example, but you can have confidence because the drugs are so rarely effective. The nutrients look really good by comparison, and you can have confidence knowing that you're well nourishing your body and that your body will do much better when it's well nourished than for those who don't. And so to me, just a no-brainer, whatever your physical issues are, you need to be well-nourished. Without a doubt. And that's why from a naturopathic point of view and, and me being a holistic naturopath, looking at the emotional aspects of it, I say, don't treat your, and I would say this to doctors, don't treat your body, nourish it. That will bring it back to health. So Here's how, and I think we should explain to the people how bone remodeling takes place. Please, let's learn that. So there are two components to bone building and remodeling, and they are osteoclasts and osteoblasts. And with my dyslexia and short-term memory, <laughs> so the osteoclasts um, are what 
build no they break down bone and that's right. what the drugs stop they stop that natural process of the bone sloughing off used worthless dead cells so that they can be eliminated from the body their toxins their waste however what the drugs do is stop that process and it keeps that material within the bone matrix the way bones are built is called osteoblasts. <laughs> I had to go back and look. Osteoblasts. And when you bring in a chelated calcium with magnesium and vitamin D and maybe some boron and especially betaine hydrochloride, which is a an offshoot of pantothenic acid, which is one of the reasons why I love pantothenic acid. It's my second favorite nutrient. So what happens is that when you bring in a calcium or a multi-mineral, which I think is the ideal way to go about all of this, that's what Phyllis did. She used our multi-minerals. You bring in a multi-mineral, then that calcium is made readily available to rebuild bone and the betaine hydrochloride is absolutely essential to carry the calcium ion into the bone matrix so it really builds. So, and I don't know, if you go back to your days retailing, it was, it was really interesting, but you rarely had people come in looking for a complete multi-mineral because a doctor may have said, go get calcium or go get CalMag or CalMag Zinc, or even the retailer may have recommended that. But I found that people are not multi-mineral aware informed or even think to buy it as a separate nutrient does that coincide with your experience while you were retailing yes and and i remember very clearly you know through the 80s and into the 90s women would come in and say my doctor told me to take more calcium he told me to take 1200 milligrams of calcium he told me to take 1500 milligrams of calcium he told me to take 2000 milligrams of calcium and that was preached to women as if it were settled science as if we knew and so of course we in the retail industry we didn't know that that wasn't the case at the time and so we tried to get them better forms of calcium and all of this but my point really in that comment is these things were preached to us as if they were known to be true and it, the doctors were very cavalier about recommending it um, when now we come to find out there are potential problems from too much calcium too little of the other minerals and so the idea that the medical profession preaches this to us about nutrition when what they preach is clearly not based on science, it begins to lose some of its charm. And uh, our confidence in our doctors making pronouncements on nutrients, I mean, we have both been through decades of watching them get it wrong time after time. Yep. And I guess the part that bothers me the most about that, I've come not to expect doctors to be right. I've come to not expect them to care. Even if they see some benefit through nutrition, in like my wife's case, they don't bother to ask, how did you do that in your 60s, grow more bone? Um, and so they're not interested. So we have to educate ourselves. 
And the disconnect comes with the, the people who need it, consumers. They don't bother to learn. They don't go find out what's true. They don't ask questions about these drugs. I think if they ask questions, it might change their perspective as to whether this is a good way to treat my body and whether I want to put this into my system. And this whole idea of, you know, these, these bone building drugs stopping the body from getting rid of the garbage is actually what it does. And so it's not building healthy bone, it's keeping the garbage bone around, which creates a more brittle bone, a bone that's um, not a normal healthy bone. I like to think of a, of a description like a young sapling. You know, it's strong, it stands up to the wind, but it bends, it flexes, but it maintains its integrity and its strength. And bones are living tissue. You know, yes, they, they, are. they are not these hard, brittle bones that we think of when we have a leftover chicken. Um, you know, they're a vibrant material. And the fact that it's so hard to get a consumer one to even think about how to build bone, they also don't think about what are these drugs actually doing to us? Are they actually building healthy bone like they say? Are they safe like they say? Are they as effective as they say? And, you know, if consumers could would learn that, they might feel very differently. But you and I have talked about the problem that people have with respecting authority. The doctor should know. My dad said if it was any good, the doctor would tell me. Yep. You know, that was his opinion. Um, if it was right, the pastor would tell me. If it was politics, the politicians would tell me. But we don't tend to sort of dig deeper to find out if what we believe, if what we're hearing is actually based on good science or fact. And it's frustrating because I'll tell somebody this story about the NNT for statin drugs or blood pressure drugs or blood sugar drugs or bone building drugs. And they'll go, well, yeah, but my doctor's going to make me take it. And so there's just sometimes this disconnect and it's always, and I know this is good for you, when you get somebody, a client, a patient who lives listens to you, acts upon your advice, and then comes back. And in the case of bone building, may come back two years later and say, I did what you said, I went back, and now my bones are better. My doctor couldn't believe it, but he didn't ask me about it. So it's, it's when you get a consumer that does what we suggest and gets those benefits, that really um, is the reward for me. And I think certainly as well for you, that's why we're in this to help others. And to, when we hear it, we know it's not just placebo. It's not just us preaching. It's in fact, people are proving to themselves that these concepts are real and effective. So, you know, again, this is a passionate topic for me, Michael. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. I, I just thought that, uh, you know, it's just, just a very came casual. across in the boring old way I usually do. <laughs> so, but, you know, you bring up a bunch of good points and it's so difficult for people to challenge authority because they are so conditioned to obey, number one, to comply to a degree because doctors will even tell you, they have a problem with their patients being compliant in terms yes. of taking the meds. They want them to take the meds. And 
One of the reasons that the doctors don't even challenge the meds, because as a pharmaceutical rep may come in and say, look, doc, we got this new thing. This is fabulous. It builds bones. It's going to be great for all of your osteoporosis patients. And by the way, should you, you know, get to the point of writing a thousand scripts, we've got a week set aside for you in the Bahamas. Or is there someplace else you would like to go? And I know this because my cousin's a doctor. So we talk, which takes me to one of the things with the calcium, because some of the calcium that the doctors do recommend, and if the if they go to a, a drugstore, Walmart, Target, Walgreens, CVS, and they buy a calcium product there, they may end up with calcium carbonate, which the body right. can't utilize. It's not an amino acid chelate that the body can utilize. And some people end up with bone spurs, spinal stenosis, and kidney stones. And all of those are calcium deposits on bone. And or except in the case of kidney stones, it's a calcium deposit within the kidneys. Because as your blood flows through the kidneys, one of the things that it does is that the kidneys know to harvest out the nutrients, not to waste them, not to urinate them out. However, this is where the emotions come into play and where people with these calcium issues really need to understand and look within because what's taking place is a lack of acceptance of their own personal strength, okay? Because calcium is a bone builder. Your bones, your frame is your support system. If you didn't have bones, you'd be a puddle of cells on the floor trying to navigate the material dimension. So calcium, and it's really interesting, calcium represents strength. Magnesium, which is necessary for the assimilation of calcium, represents inspiration. Vitamin D, which is sunshine, also is essential for the assimilation of calcium, represents insight. So Without insight, without inspiration, it's very hard to utilize your strength. And so what some people end up with are the spurs on different parts of the bone, uh, especially arthritics will sometimes have them in the joints on the hands or feet or wherever. Spinal stenosis, which is calcium deposits on the vertebrae. Your support, your backbone is your support. That's how, you know, you stand straight. You can deal with everything. You can confront life from a place of power. And as far as the kidney stones, well, that speaks for themselves. You're not utilizing the calcium, your strength. And at the same time, you're kind of holding on to the past, kind of like constipation. That's another one of those conditions where you just can't let go of the past. You hold on to it. And with fecal matter, when it sits in your colon, all of the toxins end up getting reabsorbed into the body. So you're poisoning yourself physically, and I get, or I guess the term is literally and physically, because you know you're bringing the toxins back into the bloodstream, and you're not letting go of the past. So bladder, constipation, kidneys, all of those things are tied into the past and holding on. You know, the health food industry is an absolute threat to the pharmaceutical industry, and now that we've shared, or you have shared the NNT information, it's going to make it harder for people because, and, and all of you listening should, absolutely should, if you are on meds, get them out and look them up on the, and it's T-H-E-N-N-T dot com website. 
put in your drug. It will give you the research paper. At first, it'll give you the NNT numbers and then the research, which is all done by physicians. So it's yeah, not these like are all part of the clinical studies. You know, these are these are not made up numbers. The, and this is so important. These are numbers that come out of the clinical studies. These are statistical numbers that are used and developed by the research. So this is not a fly-by-night kind of, oh, that's some strange little way of looking at it. No, this is a part of, of the clinical study research. And the the dirty little secret is they don't tell us that. You know, if, if, if somebody came to you and said, okay, if I give you this drug, you have a one in 231 to actually be helped by it. And or if they tell you that, or if they tell you, oh, it's 90% effective in reducing fractures, which also could be true when you look at the clinical studies, but that's just relative. That's out of those small group of people who might benefit. That's the difference of between treated and untreated. And so this the NNT is the real number that tells you, you know, how few people are actually getting benefit. And it just astounds me that we can Consider these things to be blockbuster drugs. If you sold somebody, oh, my vitamin will help one in a hundred people. How many people are going to buy it? Not many. None. If you tell them 90 out of a hundred are going to benefit, they're going to buy it. Absolutely. Both of those statistics can come out of the research. But if they only tell you the one side and not the other, you're making a choice out of uh, incomplete and misapplied information. Again, Sorry, I just can't help but go off on this whenever I get a chance. So um, I appreciate you indulging me in this concept. I know we don't have much time left, Michael, but what about some of the other nutrients? You mentioned these minerals. I know there are others, at least my, that my wife takes. You want to ring in on those other important nutrients as well? You mentioned vitamin D. Well, yeah, uh, calcium, magnesium, zinc, chromium, manganese, molybdenum. These are all essential nutrients because, you know, you take a look at the detox process of the body, getting rid of poisons. You need the molybdenum, you need iron, you need zinc, you need manganese. Those are essential. If you're not bringing in enough to do all of the transactions in the body, then guess what? The body's going to age and break down. So minerals are absolutely essential. And, and I read somewhere in my researching, before I even formulated our multi-minerals, there's something like 102 or 103 minerals in reality. And I don't know how many of those, and all of them may be in us because, you know, it's like in my formula, I do the macro, which is the CalMag, uh, zinc. I do the micro, which would be the chromium, maybe the manganese. And I also do the 72 trace minerals that we find right. in eight, you know, so that that's all together. You know, I want to jump track on in the sense that Yesterday, we had the FDA in here, and this is the second time this agent has come in, and yesterday was for sampling. I mean, because every time they come, they they tear the place apart, and we're so clean, and, and we do everything according to the book. So this trip was about sampling, and in our conversation, she says, yeah, the FDA is looking to hire more inspectors for the supplement industry, and I get that on two different levels. One, I think, and I think you would concur, Steve, that there's a lot of deception in the health food industry these days 
because so many people have come into the industry for the money, not for the healing. It's not a right. spiritual calling. It is, where's the money? And so they really don't care about the efficacy or the authenticity or the wholesomeness of the product. They're just there for the money. And there's some, and, I, and I've, I've said this at Consumers, I don't know if I've ever said it in this podcast, but I said it yesterday to her as well. I said, look, I understand there's fraud in our industry at my level and at the retail level. But I will tell you that there are some products in boxes, and I've said this at consumer lectures, that you're better off eating the box than taking what's in the bottle, because at least with eating the box, you will get some fiber. Boxes made from cardboard, cardboard's made from wood. You're going to get fiber. As far as what's in what you're paying for in the bottle, nine times out of 10, I think it's overpriced material. So I also think that part of, and this is something I learned when I was on the national board, there's a revolving door between the pharmaceutical industry and the FDA. So you get pharmaceutical executives who come into the FDA in authoritative positions. So they're all about protecting not the people, but the pharmaceutical companies. And so they have an agenda and they've had it for as far back as I can remember, attacking the health food industry. One of the prime examples is vitamin A. Do you remember years ago, and I know in California, they had to put up signs, anything over 10,000 IUs was detrimental to your health. Did you guys go through that? We didn't have to do it. California is, a, is an animal to itself. But oh yes, I do remember those times. Same thing about vitamin D. You know, we used to have, when I started, 2,500 units of vitamin D. Then it went to 1,000. Then it went to 400. And you couldn't buy more than 400 for maybe a decade. Mm -hmm. And now, look, we've come full circle. So D is good. D is bad. D is good again. Who do you trust? Do you trust the people who are getting it wrong when they make these pronouncements? Eggs <laughs> are bad. Fats are bad. You know, the medical profession has a woefully poor record of being right on nutrition. And well, they're no hard education. to trust. They're hard yeah. to trust. They they speak as if it is settled science. Oh, there's no good studies on nutrition when there's hundreds of thousands of good studies out there. Or they say there's there's just no good evidence or they just don't work. If you hear that, you know that either they don't know, which is sad in itself, or yep. they're disingenuous, which is even worse. Yep. But in either case, they can't be trusted. So no, when you hear something that you know is not the truth, maybe you need to reevaluate that source. Absolutely. Run as fast as you can from that guy, that woman, because they don't know what they're talking about and they're really detrimental to your health and well-being. Well, Michael, well, this is more than this is a whole show. We got to do this someday. <laughs> uh, well, I think because, we said enough to Well, it's true that there are a lot of bad quality actors and bad quality products and it seems like nobody is really sure. Those of us in the industry on the good side of this industry know it to be true. But the FDA and those in the power positions do not seem to uh, want to share that information with the consumer. So it's a sad state of affairs. It's consumer beware, but consumers have the responsibility and the opportunity. It's a great world out there if you know where to look.
And on that note, since we're kind of out of time, I will say to folks, look at your health food store. Talk, you know, find yes. out how long they've been in business. Don't talk to the clerk. Try to get to the owner. Yep. Okay. Because the clerk may love the rep from Michael's <laughs> and Hopefully. promote only me, you know, or they love the rep from Blue Bonnet or from Garden of Lies, or, you know, so they, they love these people and they want to help them and promote them without any real regard to your situation. So investigate, you know, it's like what Reagan said, trust, but verify. And there we're you telling go. you that your doctors are not educated in the true science of health and healing. They're promoting toxic material that may or may not work for you. And I think we've said enough to get people upset, maybe <laughs> angry, maybe even so angry, damn it, I'm going to go look this up and I'm going to prove those guys wrong. And they will walk away. Oh my God, they told us the truth. So I would be happy to be proven wrong. I'm open to learning, you know, so if what I thought is true, isn't true. Well, Hey, I'm open to that, but you gotta be convincing. You gotta have good evidence. So here we are. Hopefully people will listen and take action and learn whether what we say is credible and reliable or not, and go from there. And I think they're going to find this is a better way. Absolutely. And on that note, we wish you all a fabulous everything and especially great, fabulous health. And uh, Steve, I look forward to talking to you when I talk to you again. <laughs> all right. Here we go, Michael. We'll see you next week. Thank you, folks, for listening. Let us know what you think. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels. <laughs>